Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome to the Insomnia Project. Sit back, relax. And listen, as we have a conversation about the mundane, one thing that we can promise is that our conversation will be hmm, less than fascinating so that you can just feel free to drift off. I'm your host, Marco Timpano. And I'm your co-host, Nidhi Kana. And Nidhi, this is episode 98, so we're approaching 100. We are. And what are ways that you celebrate occasions? Oh, good question. Um... Usually I mark them with some sort of social gathering of some sort. Okay. Um, yeah. Throwbacks. Reminiscing. Sure. Memories. Some sort of sweet cake or pastry or something. Always. Although I need no reason to celebrate in order to have Fair. some sort of sweet thing. What do you like to drink to celebrate? Is there? Do you have a particular, say, um, cocktail or drink or... So, not necessarily a celebration drink, mm-hmm. but my favorite cocktail is uh, like a dark and stormy. Oh. Mm-hmm. And that is a Bermudian cocktail mm-hmm. that I believe is ginger beer. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to be Gosling's dark rum. Oh, is it? Yes, I believe so. I believe so. I'll, I'll look it up as we talk, but I believe that is the Dark and Stormy. What a lovely drink. I and I believe it. it has lime. I think it gets lime yes. too. And for me, Dark and Stormy, really like the ginger beer and the quality of the ginger beer makes a huge difference. I like the ginger beer to be very like spicy and, and um, powerful. You like, you like a spicy... Uh... Yes, I do. I, I love it also when it's homemade ginger beer or it's... Uh, something that's um, more than the store-bought one because I find the store-bought one tends to be a little bit too sweet sometimes. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, that's that's my favorite. But on an everyday occasion, I, I usually enjoy my wine. I'm a big wine person. Oh, well, yeah. it is a Ber- Bermudian drink, mm-hmm. and it is rum on the rocks poured over ice with a lime wedge in a highball glass and ginger beer. Well, look at that. That's pretty much... And Gosling's rum. Gosling's brother, yeah, of Bermuda. That's the rum. Hmm. I guess they made the Dark and Stormy? I I don't know. I guess that's the rum of Bermuda, so I guess whoever invented the drink was using the the local rum. Oh, I got it. Or the local dark rum. They'll often put that rum into soups when you have soups in, uh, like, uh, seafood soups. Oh, beauty. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. That's amazing. What's your favorite drink? I love dark rum, so don't get me wrong. I love a dark rum. Um, I'm not a big fan of sparkling wines. 
like champagnes and mm-hmm. proseccos are you do you enjoy them i do every now and then like for me it's a starter thing okay. so it's like if you're going to start the night have a glass of prosecco or i mean i won't say no to a glass of moe or something if someone sure. to offer it to me um and for toast obviously it's nice however I wouldn't spend my night drinking that because okay. I find it too sweet. Oh, I see. So you like it, but uh, dark and stormy sweet too. But not like I find like sweet wines tend to give me like a headache. Okay. Um, I don't know the sugar content. Sure. Dark and stormy, sure. Uh, however, I don't tend to have multiple dark and stormy okay. the way I would like a glass of wine. You know what I mean? Like. What's your wine of choice? What's your go-to wine? Um, you know what? Actually, it's very funny you say that because I just bought uh, a bottle of wine from the LCBO. Nitty's going to get the wine right now. And, and you actually offered it to me. And I'm like, no, I don't feel like wine. So what I like about it is the size of the bottle because I'm one person. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you don't want to open a whole bottle right. of wine. because a 7.50, sure. Yeah, you're going to, you know, it means that I have to be drinking a glass of wine Every day of the week, you right. know what I mean? In order to finish that wine. And even after a couple of days, it's not going to be that great. So this 250 milliliter bottle is great because it gives me like a glass and a half. Sure. Perfect. And I can have it with dinner and then I'm done. And I haven't wasted a whole bottle. Um, and it's called uh, Fat Bastard Wine. Mm-hmm. It's a French wine. It's, it's a Shiraz. French wine. Or Syrah. A Syrah, so. yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's quite nice. It's like a very regular wine. I, I Was it expensive? Enjoy it. $2.50? No, it was like 5 bucks. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's yeah. fantastic. That's exactly. a great price it's for totally a totally affordable. Wine. Oh, so, I thought it would be. I thought they would have sold it for more. But it's like less than what you would pay for a glass of wine at your local exactly. bar or whatnot. So. Exactly. So, yeah, so... I'm into that now. Great. I'm going to drink on a better occasion. Um, but I enjoy I enjoy fuller-bodied wines. I've, I find lately, like, the tannins of wine mm-hmm. tends to give me a little bit of headache. Okay. Uh, which never used to happen before. I see. It might also be that I need to be drinking more water, too. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, how about you? What is your... Like- I, there's a few drinks I like. Uh, I, if I'm celebrating... I'll probably celebrate with a cocktail that I never really had before just Mm. to try something new in honor of the birthday person or whatever it might be. Once again, I'm not a huge fan of Proseccos and and champagnes. It's not my thing. Um, You know what we need to do mm -hmm. is make a cocktail with that cardamom syrup that I gave you. Oh, yeah, that'd be great, actually. That'd be a um, a great cocktail. In fact, I had cardamom and honey today Mm -hmm. I thought of you and it was fantastic they're making a cocktail or something oh I keep hitting this spoon so I'm going to move this spoon because it's making a a very loud noise Um, but you know I love Negronis Mm -hmm. we had a whole episode on Negronis Mm -hmm. it was episode 50 or something and I'm just making more noise by trying to move (laughs) the glass I'm putting it on change right now Um, and uh, I love I love um, Cuba Libres which is uh, dark rum and a cola, in my case, Coke, mm. with lemon. With lime, I should say. Okay, so it's so like it's a like, rum and Coke. It's a rum and Coke, but it's actually, the cocktail is called, called a called cool, Cuba. Yeah, um, yeah I, I find, I used to love, like, having, like, vodka soda, sure. rum and Coke, and stuff like that. Oh, sorry, vodka soda I still like, actually. Okay. Vodka soda, if I have to be out drinking a cocktail, mm-hmm. like, for the night, let's say, I would go for vodka soda, or sure. if I didn't feel like wine or something like that. The one thing I can't have is beer. 
Oh, you're not a beer drinker. Oh, I've never seen you drink beer. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Uh, I find... I, I don't enjoy the taste of it, okay. number one. Uh, although I've had, like, uh, darker ales. Um, not Guinness, but, like, the, the, the brown ales. Okay. Um, and those have been okay. Um, but I find it just makes... Like, I don't feel good when I drink beer. Okay. I don't know if it's, like, the wheat of it okay. or, or what it is. But I've just never really... It's not your thing. ...enjoyed it, right. no. Like, if, I, if it's a hot day, instead of getting a beer, I'd probably have, like, a vodka soda. Okay. I'm not a beer drinker. That's no? not my drink. I'm not a big drinker, but I'm... Beer's not my thing either. I love like a, if it's a hot day and the draft is pouring nice, I'll have I'll have a beer with friends. What's but, the most unique drink that you've had? Oh, that's a great question. Or like the most unique ingredient. Um. Uh, that's a really good question. Yeah, like what's yours? You know, I, I've noticed like that. There's some trends going on lately. Sure. So I um like and I haven't had it because it just kinda doesn't puts me off. But uh like the egg white. Yeah, I've had, like, I was you know it's funny, I was thinking egg white but I thought that's not strange enough. But yeah there's cocktails made with egg whites. Yeah. And um I don't know it just it's not it, my thing either. No. I have a friend who loves it and she made this like classic old cocktail that has egg whites in it. And um Everyone loved it, and it wasn't bad. But it just—and I love eggs. It's just—it just doesn't no. doesn't do anything for me. And then I've had one with like, um, like Earl Grey tea right. and things like that. Infused, yeah, or, yeah infused. Sure. But I find that a little bit strange because it feels like it, it just feels like alcoholic tea. Okay, you know what I mean? sure. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't tend to go for like the more splashy things. We've talked about this place um, in Toronto called Barsha. I finally went. Oh, did you? Yeah, I, I, it's it's funny you should say that because I remember when we had, when we talked about it, I hadn't been. Yes. And then since since that episode, what I did you think? I thought it was neat. I thought it was really neat. You know, like they smoke a lot of their drinks, mm-hmm. and I don't like things that taste of smoke. Mm. Um, it, uh, I think. If you use liquid smoke, it really affects me in a way that, like, my body doesn't like it. But not to say that they use liquid smoke, they use proper smoke, and they bring it to you under a glass case so that the smoke remains and all that kind of business, right? And, no, I didn't have one of those. I had something that had, like, pine needles, infused with pine needles and whatnot, and I really enjoyed it. I did, yeah. Like a tisane type of thing. Something. It was just fantastic. And... Um, I guess that would be one of the stranger things I've had. Like, it's yeah. infused with pine needles or things that you wouldn't traditionally think of. As part of, mm-hmm. like, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's true. Um, they now have, like, a, I think a Dolce de Leche vodka. Okay. Um, so I'm curious. Like, I don't know. I don't know how you, how do you feel about these flavored vodka? I think they're, I, th- I personally think it's kind of gimmicky. Yeah. Um, just to get you to drink something really sweet and whatnot. I like, so for example, if I, for me, Rather than doing that, what I would do is I would get vanilla ice cream and pour some Baileys on top oh, of it. Oh, yeah, beauty. And I love that. Or creme de menthe or something that goes well with ice cream. Tia Maria. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, any coffee-flavored liqueur. Um, and, you know, Nitty, it's just it's just appropriate that we were talking about this on this episode. Have you ever had an espresso corretto? No. Oh, Nitty. 
What is that? Why have I not? I don't know. So, you, you teach me nothing. You give me nothing, Michael. <laughs> I'm telling you. So an espresso corretto in Italy, it, it translates to a corrected espresso. Okay. And what they do is they put a little bit of an alcohol in it. Okay. So you make the espresso. And it's not even an ounce. It's just a little topper to... I'm sure there's an amount that you're supposed to do. But it's just... You can do it in the home and just put a little bit of alcohol in it. Now, traditionally speaking... If you're in the northern part of Italy, you'll get grappa mm -hmm. in your uh, espresso corretto. If you're in the southern part of Italy, you'll get sambuca mm. in your espresso. And I've also heard or seen traditionally you can also get uh, vecchia Roman romagna in it, which is a uh, an Italian brandy. Okay. Which I love that brandy, by the way. It's usually inexpensive, and if you see the bottle, it's like this... She looks like a hag with, like, <laughs> a grape leaves as her hair. Amazing. I love Sambuca, by the way. Do you? Yeah. I know it's not for everyone, but I like, like the taste of sure. licorice, so... Yeah, it stands to reason that you'd like it, though, because, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you cook with a lot of spices, right? Mm. And anise and licorice is a spice. I love it, too. I love those... Um, You've seen these anise seeds covered in like candies yes. that you get at like... Um, Indian restaurants. Indian restaurants or yeah. whatever. Well, I went to an Indian market in Toronto and I saw a bag of them for $4. Nitty, I ate that bag in no. like a week. Oh, no. I just, I had it in the car and I just kept popping. <laughs> I loved it so much, right? I love it. I love that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I like Sambuca too, sure. Speaking of uh, Bailey's and Kahlua, actually, mm -hmm. I went to... Um, so you know how there is a, a, sh a retail store in Ontario called um, the Wine Rack? Yes. And it sells like Ontario-based alcoholic beverages. We should clarify this for our listeners because I know a lot of my American friends often get confused by this. So <clears throat> the laws in this province of Ontario are such that if you want to buy alcohol, you have to buy the alcohol from the LCBO, which stands for the Liquor Control Board of Ontario. If you want to buy beer, where do you go, Nitty? The beer store. Which is very strange for a lot of people. So you go to a store that just sells beer. Now, Although, they now wait, to clarify, the LCBO does have, you can purchase beer. At the, the LCBO, LCBO, but you cannot purchase wine, wine or, or spirits. liquor spirits at the beer store. Exactly. All and you can buy is beer. Yes. And, and beer related products. Yes. And then you have the wine rack, which is uh, wine and liquor or, or spirit based alcohols that are manufactured and grown in Ontario. Right. So Ontario wines, Ontario um, um, alcohols. All of it. And, you, and you'll find some of these wine rack types. So wine rack is one of those, is the brand of one store, but you'll also find in some grocery stores, they'll have a section where they sell Ontario wines and Ontario Let's say infused creams with wine or, or spirits. Yes, and that's a newer legislation. Oh, and what's this? So at the wine rack, you know the wine rack because I there's always some someone standing outside with a, Sam a sampler. Mm -hmm. And so I was in um, the mall the other day with my mom and we were passing by and they gave a sample of this um, alcohol called Irish Cream. And so their pitch was, do you like Bailey's? And I said, yes. And they're like, well, this is... Um, our version, but instead of whatever the alcohol base is for Bailey, a whiskey, whiskey, mm -hmm. it's a, a wine, wine base. Mm -hmm. So uh, we tried it, and it was wonderful. I will give you some of this. You don't have to open it for me. No, it's not. It's already open. Oh, then then pour me a glass. Okay. Yeah. Well, 
during the podcast? Yeah, of course. Oh, okay. I need to taste it to tell people what they think, what 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 it tastes All like. Right. Well, I'll get you the full well, Nitty's on this episode. She's off her chair more than she's on it, but she's doing it for a good cause. She's grabbing me a glass of this Irish cream. Um, now, I will say this. And Nitty can hear me. There is a company that bottles liquors in Ontario called Dillon's, and they're near Niagara Falls. On the way to Niagara Falls, Ontario, they have this distillery, which I so want to go to. Um, I'm really anxious because I love their gins. And Nitty, I am not a gin drinker. I've never liked gins. Gins have never done anything for, for me, and I've tried, like, you know, the premium brands of gin, like the Bombay Sapphires and the Tanqueray's and the uh, what's Hendrix and all those ones that people really recommend and just not my thing. And then I buy a cherry gin for um, a friend of mine for their birthday. And it was in the summertime. And I brought the cherry gin over. And it's a cherry. It's a and I'm gonna say the company. It's Dylan's Cherry Gin. And it was by fluke because I went in to buy their rose gin because they also have a, a gin that's infused with rose. And, I mean, um, you know that I love rose-flavored things, right? Well, and that rose gin I have had before, and it, we buy it um, in my household because it's so wonderful. So I bought it, and actually my mom came to stay with me for a few days. And my mom's not a big drinker, mm-hmm. but you know, as she gets older, she's like, I want a cocktail. Why not? So I made her a cocktail with this rose gin. Like, I don't understand what age has to do with drinking cocktails, but I love it. <laughs> well, I think it's just that she didn't, we didn't, we never grew up with like cocktail hour in our okay. house, right? But as my mom gets older, for some reason, cocktail hours just started to happen. Amazing. Um, so... I made her a gin and tonic, but instead of regular gin, I put this rose hip gin, and then I actually had a few sprigs of rosemary uh, oh, left. Oh, nitty! This sounds great. Um, from some cooking that I was doing, so I, I kind of infused it with that as well. And she took one sip, and she fell in love with this gin. And by the end of the, her three days here, my bottle of gin magically vanished. Hey, listen. And so for Christmas, she was like, "Can you get the rose gin?" So now it's the big. It's a big item. So I went to buy rose gin, and they didn't have rose gin, so I bought this cherry gin. So, Nitty, I bring this cherry gin over to my friend's house for my friend Rosalba's birthday. And don't we polish it off? Maybe, let's say an hour and a half to be safe. But she was having it with tonic. I was having it on ice. Her sister-in-law was just having it with I don't even know what. And we were just having a great time. I'm telling you, it was like the best time with the best gin at the best friend's house. Like, I I don't know what else to say because it was just so much fun. And it's quite affordable. Like, for the gin, like, you wouldn't think, usually sometimes those specialty liquors are Mm -hmm. quite a bit more expensive. And you're like, oh, I'm not going to get this. But in comparison to, like, the regular gin, it's actually, it's a really nice gift, a really nice, like, night out. Oh, that's actually, great. Actually, you know what? I'm having people over next Saturday. Maybe I'm going to make something out of that rose We should gin. see if we could record a podcast in their distillery, because the distillery is like a barn or something. Have really? you been, it's... We should go. Nitty, I've driven to it many times, and I always go there when they're closed. And so it's kind of like my, what do you call it when you want to get somewhere and you never get to do it for whatever reason? You're... Uh, I can't think now. It's a literary thing or something. But anyways, um, my Waterloo, for lack of a better better thing. But I can't, 
I, I so want to go there. I so want to, you know, just see how they do stuff because I think it's really phenomenal. And that's all. So I'm going to try this. Uh, so I didn't put any ice in it because I would make too much noise, but um, it's cold. So mm-hmm. I, well, with the with me. Hitting the spoons. No, no, hitting okay. the spoons and your dog hitting the bowl. Cheers, Nitty. Cheers. As we approach our hundredth show. There you go. There you go. So. Oh, it's nice. Yes. It's not like Bailey's. It's its own. It's its, its, own, its own flavor. It's its own flavor, which is nice because if it tried to mimic Bailey's, Bailey's or another Irish cream, I don't think it would be <clears throat> as good. No, it's like still got that milky kind of thick consistency, yeah. but like. The base, you can tell, is a little bit more sweeter, spicier, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's got a little bit of... It has a hint of spice, and it has, um, uh, like, it's it's got more of a smooth flavor, I mm-hmm. guess is what I would say, because mm-hmm. of the wine. Yeah. yeah. So, I quite like it, actually. It's a good... Uh, start putting that in my coffee, actually. Oh, I love I love putting... That, that, then you're going to have a... Cafe Coretto, yeah, depending, right. on, depending on which type of... If you use espresso, it'll be an espresso Coretto. This is true. This is very true. I heard that there's a drink, and I've never had it, called um, Cafe a la Valdostana, where you, instead of using water to make your coffee, you use grappa to make your coffee. Oh, my goodness. And it's supposed to be, like, strong as... You know, That's going to keep you up for, like, days. Oh, man, yeah. You don't want to be drinking that and listening to this podcast. <laughs> but, you know, Nitty... Do you have jiggers? Do you know what a jigger is? No. It's the item that measures the alcohol that you put into a drink. Yes, I know what you're talking about. So like the out, like the shot. Yeah, the, the, uh, yeah. It's not a shot glass. It's a. <sighs> I know what you. It's kind of almost like a mini. Uh, it's got a spout. Right, like the little mini with the spout. It can. Okay. Like it, it, Certainly, I'm not saying that it, it doesn't. The jiggers that I'm aware of, they kind of look like hourglasses. Okay, yeah. So, like, one side. You'll see yeah. bartenders all the time use them. But totally. there's some, I'm sure, that have, like, spouts so that you can pour more more accurately. So, we didn't have a jigger in my house. And my wife pours a heavy drink. Mm. And what I said to her was, like, you know, you're you're not really pouring a gin and tonic. You're pouring gin with a splash of tonic. And it's really strong, right? And she gets into this whole, we're from New England, and that's how we do it. We do a strong drink. And I'm like, I get it, but... <laughs> Pretty much explains a lot about yeah. there's also... <laughs> the reserved families of New England. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> but but there's a beauty, like you said, like you like your Dark and Stormy mm-hmm. at the top of this episode. And you like it because the proportional rate of alcohol to ginger beer is such that you can enjoy both. Not when my what, I'm, you've got to get is, this away. It's just I keep on with touching you? that. I'm sorry, and it's just gonna it's disturb not people. Pens, it's no, it's like this glass with a spoon in it. And I had tea, and, I, and this and the spoon. Is, anyways, the jigger measures the exact pour that you want. Mm-hmm. So I went out and I bought a shiny copper looking. Oh, jigger. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. you've seen it at my yeah. house, right? Fifteen bucks, and it makes me so happy when I use it. I recommend a jigger to everyone. And so now when Amanda pours a drink, does she... She doesn't use it. She does her own thing. The drinks are far too strong. Okay. Fair enough. If When, <laughs> when you come to my house, I will just ask for me to pour, pour the alcohol because... Do you have a signature cocktail? I, I made some pretty great Negronis this summer. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. And I used the rose gin that you were talking about. It was fantastic. Yeah. I need to do one with the cherry gin. It'll be a sweeter Negroni, but I think it'll be great. Yeah. 
What's the other base of Negronis? So Negronis are equal parts of Campari, gin, and once again, I don't like gin, but in, in a Negroni, it works perfectly fine, and a sweet vermouth. Mm. And ran... here's the thing. I only like Negronis made with Italian vermouths, because okay. I've had it with a French vermouth. Now, the French vermouth on its own, I have no problem with it. Okay. But it doesn't belong in a Negroni. Oh. And it might sound like I'm making a racial divide, but it's not. I just, my preference is the Negroni with Campari and an Italian vermouth. What's the difference between Italian and French vermouth? Uh, because cause the vermouth's base is wine, right? Okay. And clearly they're going to use uh. a French wine, so it's a little bit more... Uh, it's got a, a harshness to it that I don't particularly like. I, I, I think harsh, harsh is the wrong word, but it's not as sweet and delicate as an Italian vermouth. Can I ask you a question? Of course. When you go to pick out a bottle of wine at the LCBO, yes. do you automatically go to the Italian wines? That's the first part of the question. Okay, so let me answer that. Okay. Or do you need to ask the second I need to ask the second okay, question. Okay, sure. The second question is, do you ever feel like if you don't get an Italian wine that you're somehow like do like almost cheating on Italy? No, not at all. Okay. Not at all. I I I am so not about wine snobbery. Okay. I'm not about that at all. Um I know wines, but I've always I've always found it off-putting when people are snobby about wines oh, because it really is all about your taste. Yeah, it's very subjective. What you like is what you like. Just because a bottle costs $300 doesn't mean you're going to like it. It's not to your taste. Like you said before, wines that have high tannins in it are starting to give you a headache and you're not enjoying them. So a Barolo, which has a lot of tannins in it, is not going to work for you. Mm-hmm. Now, my favorite wines are from California. Mm, me too. I find for the price point and what you get, I've really rarely ever been disappointed by a Cal... I can actually say I've never been disappointed by a California wine. And I think that goes for the whole west coast of the United States. California, Oregon, Washington. Mm -hmm. I love their wines. So if it's not going to be a Californian wine, chances are I'm going to get an Italian wine. Or I'm going to get a New World wine. So I'll get like an Australian... It'll also depend on what the occasion is okay. and what wine I want to bring. Mm. One of my favorite wines to bring to a party with friends mm-hmm. is a, um, a um, oh, I can't think of the wine now. It'll come to me. It'll uh, come to yeah, you, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. And so what is, why are Amarones so expensive? Uh, that I mean, they're... They're usually a wine that needs to be a little bit older, so okay. they have to be sort of cellared for for a bit. Okay. They're, um, you know, they're a stronger wine. They're a more potent wine. They've got more heart. The grape itself. There's so many reasons why it's a, it's also a prestigious wine. So, you know, that drives the price up. There's so so many factors that sort of dictate um, the, the price, price of wine, of wine. and. I'm certainly not a sommelier, and I'm not an expert, so even what I'm saying, I'm sure there's more complexities to it, and, and um, if anyone who listens is a sommelier, I'm sure they'll be like, Marco doesn't know what he's talking about. But I know what I like. Well, and you know what? If you want to learn about sommeliers and what they go through in terms of learning how to be a sommelier, mm-hmm. you should check out that documentary, uh, Psalm. Psalm. Is it a good one? Oh my god, it's amazing. You have to see it. It's actually both hilarious, insightful, and terrifying actually you know what we're gonna do we're gonna have your friend jen 
come on and do an episode because she's a sommelier and we can talk to her about wines and specifically with regards to pricing wine and whatnot. I think that would be a great episode. Perfect. Well, on that note, we are actually going to wind down this episode. Nice. See what I did there? Yeah, I love it. Um, we want to thank you all for listening and um, please do look us up uh, online and rate us, review us on iTunes, on SoundCloud. We're approaching our 100th episode, so tell us which episode was your favorite. Please do. You can find us at Listen on Sleep. And uh, I want to thank you for joining us as we sort of drank our way through this episode. As always, we're produced by Drumcast Productions, and this particular episode was recorded in Toronto, Canada. 